Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. My name is Peter, and this is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. Uh, For this episode, we're actually doing a new release. And for people that subscribe to the show, it's been uh, quite a while since Mariano and I put out an episode. Um, Life happens. Uh, I'm super busy over at Cobra Kai Companion, for those that know that I host that podcast. Uh, We have two episodes from 2020 that have yet to be edited, but... Uh, we're still here. Uh, we haven't put anything out, but we're still here. Um, for this uh, special review, I am joined by my buddy Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Hello. Uh, longtime subscribers may remember him from, what was it, Child's Play? The the remake Child's Play that you came on? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, check that episode out if, uh, if you guys like Tyler here. Um, so we're going to talk about the 2021 Mortal Kombat that just released uh, in theaters in some places across the country and also HBO Max. Um, f- uh, if you're newer to the show, what we're going to do is talk about the movie uh, and um, spoiler free. And we'll you know play the trailer or something. And then after the trailer, we come back and uh, we'll get into um, uh, some of the details. Tyler, I'll, I'll start with you since you're my guest. Um can you talk about like your, I don't know, anticipation for uh, this this film and um, your history with Mortal Kombat as a franchise? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, so I played uh, the original Mortal Kombat on uh, Sega Genesis uh, a lot, and uh, you know, I was probably six or seven when the '95 uh, movie came out, uh, okay. and watched that uh, a whole lot. Um, uh, you know, knowing now that it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not great. Uh, but it got a lot of, uh, rewatches when I was a kid. Um, but for, as for ant- anticipation, um, you know, I kind of just, I heard that there was a Mortal Kombat uh, movie being made. Uh, I think there, I don't know if this was connected to those, like, um, those kind of like shorts, those kind of fan films that, that came out a couple of years ago that people really liked. Uh, right. I don't know if those have any connection uh, with this, but I just saw that, you know, they're, they're doing a movie uh, and there's no way I'm not going to, to see a Mortal Kombat movie. Um, right. Cause honestly, I don't know that I even watched the trailer uh, for it before uh, I actually watched the movie. It was just kind of a, assumed that I was going to see it anyway. Yeah. I mean, cause the, the trailer that came out, uh, it was um, a pretty big deal that the, the rated R version, the restricted trailer came out you know, with all the, yeah. the blood and stuff. So um, I think that was, uh, you know, to get people excited. Uh, for me, I, the very first time I played Mortal Kombat, 1993, at the Seven um, Eleven down the street from my house. And then across the street from Seven Eleven was a mom and pop's uh, video rental store that actually had the arcade machine too. So we would go there and me and my buddies, we'd always do quarter up. You know, you put your quarter up on the, on the, um, you know, on the screen there and, uh, you know, the next person is out, the next one up. So for those, you know, around my age, probably remember those days. Um, and then, you know, not too long after part two came out. And then I think after two is when it came to like home release, you know, on your Super Nintendo and stuff. And I had the Super Nintendo, so I didn't get the blood unless you activated the code. Sega Genesis yeah. came with the blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I've played every single Mortal Kombat game. I probably paid attention to the story up until maybe the third game, which I think the arcade was Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Um, yeah. The home version would be like Ultimate Mortal Kombat. But I knew a lot of the the fatalities, and that was kind of... Um, I, I, don't, I don't think people that went to the arcade talked a lot of trash. You know, it was, it was very much, um, l- let's see what you know. You know, and then if you are able to, um, you know, take down your opponent by finish him and uh, know a fatality, I, I think you kind of got, you know, uh, street cred that way. And mm-hmm. I think it was always kind of cool going to the arcades and seeing like who knew what fatalities and which characters would they use um, by the third game, the, the combos, right? So with this movie coming out, I was actually anticipating it pretty hard. Um, I had really high expectations. They're like, okay, this is, uh, you know, it's going to be a hard R. It's going to have uh, profanity and it's going to have, um, you know, really uh, gory fatalities. And yeah, I was here for it. Um, the characters, I didn't really read too much up on, but I do follow an account. Shout out to Jasper over at the Mortal Kombat Collector. Um, he uh, is kind of like, he does what I do, like at my um, Cobra Kai account, where you know, I, I try to post like uh, new information and just kind of mm-hmm. be some sort of like a like a hub for news um, for for the franchise. And so he would post like these cast photos and stuff. So I, I had an idea who was coming, and I thought it was very interesting that that there were some characters that I would have expected to have been in the movie never been publicized. You know, like uh, Johnny Cage, uh, Katana, yeah, um, people like this. So so that was really interesting to me. Um, but everything that I did see, I saw the trailer maybe twice. Uh, I, I was pretty excited. Um, so, with, you know, we're not going to get into spoilers, obviously. But, uh, Tyler, why don't you go ahead and um, did this live up to your expectation? Uh, I mean, I didn't, you know, uh, not having a, too much expectation uh, going into it, uh, just kind of going blind. Um, you know, I had seen some uh, some reviews uh, you know, kind of hot takes, uh, when it first dropped and it was all very polar, uh, polarizing, you know, it was either like, they really liked it or they really hated it. Uh, so I was just go, just kind of going in, you know, open-minded, uh, just all, all I really want is, uh, extremely violent fights and, you know, really good fights. Um, and I'll say the, for the most part, uh, in, in this movie, uh, the, the fights were, were all right. Um, when it was just one-on-one, uh, I, I thought uh, they were, they're actually, you know, done really well. Um, there's certain points uh, where you're getting a lot of different characters that are fighting. And I did not care for them uh, cutting back and forth between all of these. Uh, Cause it's just like, you can't really focus on one, you know, as I'm moving into, you know, these two people sparring, I'm kind of forgetting that, the other characters are also, you know, kind of doing something. Yeah. Um, and we can kind of get into later, you know, kind of the, the structure uh, of the movie. Cause it's definitely different from, I would, what I would expect a Mortal Kombat movie uh, yeah. to be around the tournament that. and everything. Right. Tournament. Um, that, that's a word right there for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see here for me at the end of this movie, I was, I was underwhelmed. I, I think I was, um, you know, going to be part of the hot takes. I'll give the movie this, like this is the best looking Mortal Kombat film, but you also had 
95 and 97 to go off of um, times have changed. Uh, the, I think the special effects looked amazing. Like Jax's arms looked yep. amazing. Uh, Goro looked amazing. So um, a, a lot of the CGI. Yeah. I, I think it worked for me. Um, I, I probably still prefer like the, the puppet Goro, but you know, I'm old school like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I think everything looked uh, amazing um, in terms of the story. I probably prefer the 1995 more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I so this is what I would say. Like, I think going forward, I'll probably watch this like maybe one or two more times. Yeah, I'll end up buying it because I do love the the franchise. Mm -hmm. But um, I think I'm more likely to watch like rewatch the fight scenes on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I actually I watched it for the second time uh, today. and I, I actually watched the 95 version immediately after uh, I watched the, uh, the new one. Um, okay. The, just kind of uh, compare and, and see like, okay, what's my nostalgia and what's right. you know, uh, compared against, you know, this one that has a, has a big budget. Um, and yeah, I, I would still, I still walk away. I think I would watch the 95 one, you know, uh, sooner than I would watch 2021 again. I think I would agree with that. I probably might be in the mood to watch the 95 over again. Um, I I had a hard time trying to figure out who the audience is for. Like, is it for the OG yeah. fans like us who grew up on, on the original characters as they were aging or the younger audience who um, started with the reboot in 2011? Um, because like, I don't know. I guess we'll probably get into de- we will get into details more uh, after the break. But uh, that was my thing. Is like because some of the characters that they do introduce in this movie, I'm like, why this particular character? So mm-hmm. we'll, yeah, we'll go into all that. I I, I definitely had a lot of questions. I I still enjoyed it, but I was underwhelmed. Um, just I don't know. I, I guess I I have a lot of comments and uh, critiques on on this film. Um, this one's going to be a little interesting, but Tyler, would you recommend this movie? Um, I mean, I, I would say if you're, if you're a big moral, moral, uh, if you're a big fan of, of the series, you're probably going to be watching it either way, you know, without a recommendation, but I would go in saying, you know, it's, um, kind of leave the lore and the characters that, you know, uh, you know, at the door and just go into this as being another person's interpretation uh, of it. Maybe just to kind of set your expectations a bit lower. Yeah, definitely not like me. Um, I, I think it's safe to say, like, if you're a casual Mortal Kombat fan, you'll probably really enjoy this. Maybe not even yeah. casual, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I like when I was watching it, I was kind of trying to watch it you know, through the eyes of yeah, someone who has no idea what Mortal Kombat is. They just see this on HBO Max, you know, uh, pop up one day and decide to watch it. And then someone who, you know, is invested and knows who these characters are. And it falls kind of squarely in the middle. Like it's, they, they just kind of throw characters at you as if you would expect who they are a lot of the time. Um, But then those characters that are kind of beloved, you, everything around them, you know, is, is kind of muddled and, uh, uninteresting. Yeah. Uh, you know, they don't really dive deep enough into anyone. Um, I mean, the, the character that they do ends up not being in the movie for, uh, most of it. 
<laughs> right. And what I tweeted out immediately uh, after I watched the movie was uh, something to the effect of, I don't think the filmmakers spent enough uh, or as much quarters as I did as a kid playing these games. Um, mm. And I mean, that is a knock, but like, I, I just, um, I'm, I don't know if the, the writer here, uh, his name is uh, Greg Russo. Um, I, I do wonder, I mean, I, I'm sure he had a lot of source materials uh, to, to pull from. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I'm sure it was a very difficult job trying to find the balance and uh, kind of just, you know, putting all the different stories together. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, I honestly, I wouldn't mind if there was a four hour cut sitting around somewhere like, give me that. Um, because yes, absolutely. I, I, yeah. Cause I'm going to be honest that there was, uh, man, there's, I feel there's so much that was cut out of this. And also I just felt like the first 60% of the movie was really boring. Um, yep. but it, it, it does pick up. So, okay. So at this time, I'm going to go ahead and play a clip. And after we return, we will get into spoilers. These are your champions. I'm Sonia. That's Kano. I'm Liu Kang. Name's Jax. Kong La. Lord Raiden. The fate of Earth is in our hands. No matter how many of my people you put in the ground, we will not fail. Kill them. fucking beauty all right and that was your chance um i guess you still have a moment to pause the episode if you have not yet seen the movie so you don't get spoiled um tyler again you're the guest i'll let you kick it off with what's the first thing you want to say about this um so i mean the the most glaring the thing that stands out the most uh that's just kind of stuck in my mind as i was watching it especially the second time um is you know uh when i think of mortal kombat um all the games the the two uh previous movies um i don't really remember a lot from the tv show um i know i've seen it at at points but uh, conquest Conquest? yeah Yeah. okay um but is mortal Kombat is you know it's a tournament it's you know like enter the dragon you know it's it's uh Uh, blood sport yeah like you are on you know you're on an island and you're pitted between you know, another person and it's a fight to the death. Uh, This one, you know, or in Mortal Kombat, you know, it's for the, uh, you're fighting for earth or, you know, the realm or or whatever. So, you know, the stakes are, are pretty high. Um, But it gives you that opportunity to just have one character versus another character. You know, the fight is focused on them. uh, And, you know, a lot of time you have the other characters who are watching who cannot get involved, you know, they can't help 
even though the person, you know, who's on their side is, you know, about to lose or something. Um, and this one doesn't have that, you know, uh, I think it's, uh, there's an, there's an opening text right after the, uh, the intro to the movie, you know, that kind of explains the tournament and everything. Uh, and then it's literally, I think, yeah, three minutes later, Shang Tsung says, oh, and also there's not going to be a tournament, just we're just going to cheat. And it's like, right. oh, 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 man. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, I was, I was definitely let down, uh, kind of knowing that, oh, we're not going to have that kind of, that kind of structure. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's definitely the thing that, that's been stuck kind of bothering me. Yeah, the, the fights were definitely weird. Um, let, let's start with the beginning uh, real quick. You mentioned the, the, the intro where we go to 1617 and get the uh, backstory between uh, the beef between one Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Um, mm-hmm. I saw it done Honestly, better in the animated Scorpion's Revenge. Did you, did you catch that that came out last year? Uh, no, I did not. It's very similar to to this intro, and um, uh, I'm gonna, you know, we're in spoilers, and my apologies if you haven't seen Scorpio's uh, oh, Scorpion's yeah. Revenge. But actually, for those that want to skip the spoiler, just you know, skip like thirty seconds. Um, it, it, it plays just like uh, in this one where Sub Zero uh, kills Scorpion's family in the animated movie. He he kills his son right in front of him. So it's animated and, you know, they're, they're not holding anything back. This one, mm-hmm. I, I think they were scared to, to, um, I mean, they got gory and stuff, but I think. Yeah. I it's definitely restrained. Yes. Uh, thank you. That's the word I'm, I'm, I'm looking for. And I um, thought that was weird. Like going into it and seeing like, okay, it's R rated. Like, you know, it's the uh, kind of the, you have the ability to make the Mortal Kombat that, you know, Mortal Kombat deserves. Um, and yeah, I definitely felt uh, restrained from that. Yeah. So in both versions, Scorpion's Revenge and this intro, um, after he sees his you know family dead, he does go apeshit, um, so to speak. And, and everything's great. I, I would definitely recommend checking out the, um, it's actually streaming on HBO max, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just, just for something different. But mm-hmm. there's just a lot of things because like Scorpion doesn't come up until like the last 10 minutes of the movie or yeah. come back rather. So, and that's the other thing. So what are your thoughts on the, the three characters that we do follow three and a half, I guess Jax is kind of like kind of there until. Yeah. He also he like once, uh, you know, once he has his first fight uh, and has his uh, arms frozen off, he kind of just disappears until it's, you know, everyone has been kind of uh, collected together, you know, and we have the main thrust of uh, the movie. Yeah. I, I did not like, I didn't like the character of Cole young. Um, no. Yeah. I, I, I didn't care about his family uh, and, and the fact that these, so, so he has the tattoo because he is um, um this ancestor of of scorpion right and so he was born with it everyone else gets it because of the person that they kill there i i don't feel any weight in having that tattoo you know what i mean like you you would you should want to go participate and they're showing us like really weak mortals who basically got you know are drawing short straws yep and uh yeah, Cole does not seem motivated. For, like from when he 
is just a, you know, washed up fighter to when he realizes, you know, he's learned that he is this chosen one and he has this like bloodline or, or I don't know if he, he knows, you know, his relation, uh, you know, until later on. Not but, like, he knows that he tells chosen. him. Yeah. And like, he doesn't change at all. You know, he's pretty much <laughs> just the same guy, you know, kind of just going along with everything. Yeah. And this whole, uh, they introduced this arcana thing. Um, mm. Like, this is Mortal Kombat. Like we we're familiar with the games and we know that they have special powers. You, that should just be a thing. Like, you know, the, we, we don't need one extra thing that needs to kind of, um, you know, kind of s- slow, slow down like the storyline. Like, yeah, it feels like they needed to justify people, you know, throwing fireballs and pink rings and stuff. And it's like, I, you know, we're already talking about, sorcerers and you know elemental gods and stuff i don't really need you to tell me why he's able to throw a fireball yeah and i guess another problem i had um kind of going back to the the characters that we follow kano kind of being a good guy you know I like, not he, like that. yeah he, he's very much the the johnny cage character from the 95 mm-hmm. movie um but for those that played the games know that uh, sonya and um, Kano have a, a beef from him ki- uh, killing her partner, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like a, uh, somebody that she needs to work with. And so instead, you know, he's just like somebody that's being held hostage. And, and um, you know, it's easily forgotten that he was a, a captive after uh, they convince him, you know, that they're going to pay him $3 million to lead them yeah. to Raiden's temple. And that's where we spend most of the time, like, training no, mm-hmm. come on, man. Bloodsport's like 88 minutes and you start off with the training montage. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it just, it feels like we're taking all of this time to get to, you know, what, at least you know, like in the 95 movie in, you know, by minute seven or eight, you're like, okay, we're going on a boat. We're getting ready to, you know, start this thing. Yeah. And whether or not they still believe in, you know, sorcery and, um, you know, the, the, the outworld and, uh, you know, in, in all these things. The, the pacing was just better because um because it was like this one they 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 spend entirely way too much time trying to sell us on this brand new character of cole and uh it, then you kind of waste uh, other characters uh beloved such as like luke kang and kung lao mm-hmm. you know like the the casting of ludi lin as luke kang like i'm okay with it but but I don't particularly love it either. My brother-in-law I, was I like, really like he's like, why does he look malnourished? <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. he looks little. I, I mean, I, I kind of, I liked that, uh, you know, uh, scrawny uh, looking Liu Kang. Uh, honestly, like other, other than, um, I mean, the, the casting for most of the characters I, I felt was, was all right. Um, but I, I don't know. I really liked Liu Kang and, uh, and Kung Lao, both their characters and those actors are people I'm, uh, going to be following now. Okay, I, I I do. Okay, so I like the characters for sure. Um, I think for me, uh, like Ludi Lin, I, I know he's like he's pretty young, and I felt like this version of Liu Kang on screen seemed a little bit more um, seasoned. You know, uh, like mm-hmm. he he knew a lot more and stuff. And um, I don't know, I I, I didn't quite buy it uh, th- that that he knows all that he knows now. But I mean. But I'm also not a Shaolin monk. But that, that's the other thing, too. Like, these two characters had their own spinoffs, you know, Mortal Kombat Shaolin monks. And yeah. um, I, it was just really sad to kind of see them, 
be underused and also the the death of Kung Lao that I was upset by that and I wish that there was a payoff you know rather than just killing who they thought that you know they can that wasn't really necessary to the story there was yeah again it wasn't earned and there was no weight to it yeah I mean yeah to because you know uh there's like two two times where Shang Tsung and all of his warriors uh, kind of raid Raiden's temple to try and wipe everyone out, you know. So there is no no tournament; they can just end it there. Um, and yeah, it just it it I don't know. It, it, after the first time it happened, and they kind of like regroup and everything, uh, you know. And Kung Lao's uh, dead. It's just like oh, we need to just kind of reset and do this again. Uh, Raiden kind of teleports everyone to uh, to different places to fight separately, which I'm thinking, like, why weren't you doing this before? They're in your temple and, you know, you're you're kind of just taking a back seat. Yeah, Raiden is very much a plot device. You know, he's he's there for, you know, conveniency. Um, you know, like you mentioned, Shang Tsung shows up and Raiden was able to put, like, uh, a shield around his temple, you know, to protect mm-hmm. them. Um, Shang Tsung's like henchmen. Um, the only one I liked was Cabal because that was my guy in mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 3. Um, I can do the seven hit combo, I still know his moves. Uh, big fan of his fatalities as well. I was hoping for a little nod of that, you know, but they got his uh, his weapons down, um, you know, exactly so that, that so that looked good. Uh, Reiko, I, he is like a general for Shinnok and um. Uh, Shao Kahn, who, who mm-hmm. we do. Yeah, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, he's, he, I don't remember when he was introduced, but I know for sure he was in Armageddon because like everybody's in Armageddon. Um, yeah, just um, Deception or Deadly Alliance. It's one, one of those he, he was introduced in, but, but since he's like a general for those guys, um, he was, you know, killed rather easily. Um and didn't really quite put up a fight like a like, like a general that we should fear. Like nobody seemed scary. Like also, I get why you choose Melina, but it's kind of like having Sub Zero and Scorpion. You you can't have Melina no Katana. Like Melina is a clone of Katana. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't even like. I think the first time I watched it, I missed um, the uh, the first time we really see her. Uh, she's walking with Shang Tsung, and he you know he <laughs> says Melina. Um, but I like, I missed that. And so through most of it, I'm like, who is this person supposed to be? Like, I, you know, she's got the, you know, the, the fanged mouth and, you know, the razor teeth and, and everything. And uh, so like, there's obviously, you know, a, a hint there to, to who it is, but yeah, I'm just like, who's this, this person who's not really doing anything. Shang Tsung just kind of talks to her, you know, exposes dialogue. And he does that with everybody too. Um there's a there's a lot of walking, and I found it really comical too when the, the you know the, the main three when they first get to Outworld, and you know you see in the uh, you know up up ahead there uh, Luke Kang walking. It was a little silly for me. I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. it's a silhouette of Luke Kang. Um, they're just gonna randomly find him in the desert. Uh, also, Outworld, not not what I would picture uh, from everything I remember from the games. Um, it just looks like a, a a small section of like private land like a, a pride rock a desert <laughs> and then yeah you know uh, and then a cgi throne on a on a, a cliff or something uh, for, for no reason uh, yeah. i mean it's it, just out there <laughs> there's 
there's some like really cool structures and like statues or whatever. Those those were really cool, but who wants to be a ruler of that? You know, and and they've won nine straight tournaments and and what? Like, what do they do with those victories? Um, just save them up. And just in, in it's on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and that was the other thing too. Like, motherfucker, you guys lost nine straight, and this is all you can get for your tenth tournament. <laughs> like these guys. Right. Um, so also like as a viewer, I'm sitting there like, why these guys? And so when they get their arcana, it's not earned because because none of them were very worthy, and the only one that wanted to be worthy of it took forever to kill Kano just to get her own tattoo. Oh, I know. When when she has her first little uh, like fight with Kano as they're heading to uh, Raiden's temple, uh, you, you kind of already know. Like once she says that she doesn't have a mark. And Kano does. It's like, oh, oh yeah. well, obviously, like I know who who she's getting it from. Um, and they just they wait till you know near the end of the movie to finally allow her to to kill him. But they have that first little fight, and I'm just like, just do it, just kill him right here. And then Liu Kang shows up, you know, and takes him to the temple. Like I also I I I, I found Kano pretty annoying, uh, and I like abrasive characters a lot of the time. You know, people who are supposed to be off putting and annoying. Um, but Kano just rubbed me the wrong way. I think because they were trying to make him almost like a, an ally, you know, like a, on the, on the good side. Right. Uh, he just didn't like, he just didn't really fit in anywhere for me. Yeah. And his quips, you know, like. You, Ooh, you, you his scene so much. His arcana. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh God. That was, that was terrible too. You know, like it, it was funny when he was like, Oh, what am I going to get? Like a fireball, this or that. And then when it's revealed to his eye laser, I'm like, oh, come on. And, you know, yeah. they, they come at the – see, I, I wish there was a little bit more of that, you know, like uh, Kung Lao and Liu Kang kind of provoking the others to to help them out. But instead, it, it you know, they achieve the arcana at the, you know, most convenient times when they actually need it. Um, yeah. I just thought that that, that, that was a little weak. Um, I, I feel like I was going to say something too. Was it about – oh, so – they decided to go with the the duo of Jackson Sonia, who we know are special forces. But the only thing special forces about them is the dialogue and a picture of them in uniform. Um, if you were going to use them, I would have liked to see some more like, uh, you know, so, I don't know, them just doing more military things. Like they, they easily could have been somebody else that, that, that weren't military. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. why did you pick Sonia? And Jax, why wasn't it Liu Kang and Kung Lao in the, uh, as those roles and maybe um, reverse it? And then you have Sonya and, and Jax who are, you know, there to help train and they have a facility instead of a Raiden's temple where Raiden is off doing things for most of the movie. Uh, yeah, you know? he just he just pops up to like give a, a pep talk, you know, saves a baby. Kinda, yeah, <laughs> set everyone on, you know, tell everyone what they kind of need to do in the next scene and then you know, zaps away. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's like the uh, one of those people like back in the days at like the um, live theater. They'll, they'll have like you know the curtains go down, then they'll have somebody kind of talk a little bit like during an interlude. You know, like mm-hmm. that's that's Raiden. Uh, he's gonna kind of tell us um, how the story's gonna go and w- with these characters. Yeah, ah, man. Yeah, it, I don't know. It is really weird. Like I don't know if um, if it's just you know my being so closely tied to the original movie. I don't remember, do the games uh, ever like put forth that Liu Kang is 
you know, kind of your protagonist, your main character. So I always like, I, it doesn't matter. I always just think, oh, Liu Kang, he's the main character of Mortal Kombat, you know, and then everyone else, you know, is kind of around, you know, his, you know, around him. Right. Um, I mean, you, you are talking almost three decades. Uh, so I, I I agree with you. Like I, uh, for, for whatever reason, there's something that kind of like always told me that Liu Kang was like your protagonist. Um, and that's why when 95, the movie comes out, I'm like, so is it Liu Kang or is it Johnny Cage? Cause I mean, I, as a kid, I thought that maybe Cage, well, no, I guess not so much. Liu Kang was in, in the movie too. So maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe the movie did something. Um, I mean, yeah, because like in the in the original uh, or in the '95 movie, you know, uh, you're you're kind of like you you're in uh, Liu Kang's dreams, you know, and you wake up right. with him, his journey to go back to you know his home and you know learn about uh, uh, Kung Lao and and everything. And I think it was Kung Lao who uh, who dies and or he's he is told is dead. Um, right, but, uh, Kung, Kung Lao. Well, in in the games, is an ancestor of his. So I don't remember how they made it work in the games, but he's yeah, he was definitely mentioned in the movies. Yeah, but yeah, it. I mean, it just kind of comes back to Cole. Cole Young is just he's so, like such a nothing character. Like he he's just kind of a sad sack through most of it, and it's like. His family is more interesting, though. I don't like. I wish his family was not in the movie. Yeah, same. (laughs) They they are kind of just, uh, you know, something for him to be worried about. Um, But you know, Earth Realm is, I think, a pretty good thing to worry about itself. Uh, I I agree with that. Um, uh, Sub Zero and Scorpion again. Like this feud goes back centuries. And um, how does he? Well, I I guess you know he sent. I don't believe Sub Zero does not know that there was a baby girl somewhere. You know yeah, I mean? after all of this time. Yeah. Apparently, they, he, can, he can just like hunt them down because they have the mark. Like, I, I don't know if that he can just sense them or something, but you know, he's been a very efficient at tracking down all of these people and and, and taking them out. Uh, but just not the one who has the strongest blood, I guess. Yeah, and Weird. if um. If Cole has had it this entire time, what took everybody so long to find him? Why yeah. was he not in the previous tournaments? I mean, I guess they, how, did they say explicitly in the movie how often it came? A thousand years, so maybe that's why. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I know it, it, they. You know, Sonya probably says it during her. You know. Uh, right. monologue explaining all of her research that essentially leads to nothing because the tournament doesn't happen. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, he's, he, he's the only one who is, was born with the mark, you know, apparently, uh, or that's the, mo- that's a rare thing to be born with it. Um, but then I just wonder how everyone else got it. Like was Jack, like the person who Jack's killed, have it or i don't know yeah so 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 it's also a weird conceit it, it really is like um you know what if you were a drunk driver you know and and you yeah. ran somebody over with the mark do you get it and are you expected to go fight in this tournament you know like right. it, it 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 that that guy ramirez that cole's fighting i'm like if you know he had an accident in the ring and accidentally killed the guy does is he now have the mark and right yeah uh, 
and now, now he's the one who Jax is going to be, you know, uh, trying to take. Right. It see, so like th- that, that was the thing about those games, like these contestants, these combatants, they were special, you know, um, because of their skills and stuff like that. I don't know about Striker. Like I, I'm thinking Striker was always like one of the most plain people for me. Um, oh yeah. But, he just looked like a bicycle cop. <laughs> yeah, he really did. Uh, oh man. I'm just so many things are running through my mind, like Natara, the the vampire. I I forget her actual species, um, but you know I, I might have played with her, like you know, asked her once or twice. Um, mm-hmm. But again, just one of those one of those questionable characters. Goro, you know, we we don't see him immediately, but then we see him show up on Earth Realm to go I, after. I Cole. love. Yeah, I love that he just is in the barn. <laughs> <laughs> he just like they just walk outside and he just pops out of the barn and oh, oh there's Doro. Yeah, he uh, took a, he drove a DeLorean to uh, to Earth Realm and ended up in a barn. <laughs> um, um but yeah, that whole that whole fight with with Doro uh and you know like it involving Cole's family, you know, and like it just it plays into the you know Goro's that character who's just so angry and aggressive, you know, that he's just attacking whoever yells at him or whoever you know attacked him last. Uh, it's they they treat him as if he's just you know like a you know more like animal. You know he he's right. uh, reacting to to things, which is weird because then he like talks later. You know they show that he like is clearly more than just you know like a a killing machine. Uh, and I that whole. Uh, fight i was just like ah why is your why is your wife attacking goro yeah I, and he's like royalty though too like in, in yeah. gabe he's like the prince of shokan or so or something mm-hmm. like that but you're right he, he's very much like the hulk right of the yes. uh, of the yeah. bad avengers in in this movie here um they, oh my god dude like I, I guess the more i talk about it, like oh gosh I, I really had a lot stuff that I, I i disliked um there's there's a couple of easter eggs here I, I i wasn't really looking for them but there was some that was really thrown in your face like when um in the beginning i i i don't know if it's ramirez you just mentioned the the character's name i don't know if it's the same guy but somebody tells cole like oh something something uh eddie tobias you know which is yeah ed boone and john tobias uh the, the creators oh. of combat so there was a name drop there um, and also I think Sonia's, uh, cork board, you know, with all the, uh, mm-hmm. yarns and all that stuff. I, I think there was a picture of Nightwolf in, in, in yep. one of those. Yeah. There was definitely yeah. some characters in like, um, in some of the art that you would see, uh, throughout the movie, but it's like, you kind of teasing us now. Like we could have had better, better characters. Nightwolf exactly. could have been in this it, movie. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. Showing me that it's like reminding me like, Oh, I like that character. <laughs> like, yeah. Why why am I not seeing that character? Uh some of the fatalities. Uh I do like I, I don't I don't hate that they kind of retcon the um Jax's uh arms, you know, with the, the sub zero kind of tearing them off and uh Oh I, yeah. I mean yeah. that's like I, I like that, you know, I like that fight. I like you know, uh him getting his arms frozen off and uh and then yeah, the uh the monks uh, searching the realms to find a way to give him new arms. And, you know, they, they come back with uh, these metal, you know, like spindly little metal arms. Um, and then I yeah, would his, prefer his again, he's, he's part of yeah. special forces. Have the military give him those arms. You yeah. Know, I, I believe that more than sending these poor little monks around the world. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and, it, 
and it comes back to the like you don't need to explain like i i it, it, if you want to give a scene where uh jacks you know gets his metal arms like that's fine but like i don't i don't know i just don't need it to be like this magical thing you know like that's building you know his arms because that that's his arcana you know right. or, or whatever uh similar to um uh, kano you know uh the only thing that I, that is identifiable about kano is he has the metal face like metal face is what i think of when i think of kano right um and he you know he, in this he just gets um slashed uh by reptile uh and then he goes on a racist tirade uh and gets a laser eye and that's his arcana right um but like so immediately uh watching the 95 uh mortal Kombat, and they just show kano and he just has a metal face and no one says anything about it yeah like that's and it. it's just like oh okay i mean he's in the same scene as a giant four armed puppet and that helps me be like okay well this isn't so weird um I don't, I don't need, you know, like you can just show me a character in a Mortal Kombat movie with metal arms and I, yeah. that's it. Oh yeah. It's metal arms. Cool. Got it. Like, uh, all of these explanations, like you take so much time in your story to explain things that like, I, you could just show me at the beginning and I would be, I would accept it. You know, we, we played these games. God damn it. Like you watch star Wars and like nobody really sisters explains everyone's connection or or their backstories like they just are you know um yeah cabal like we got some exposition with his history with with kano mm -hmm. i'm glad they kept that short um and that was kind of weird um that that stood out to me uh because part? because they they are uh, both black dragon yeah so so cabal you know uh he's telling shang sung about kano and, you know, Kano, he says that Kano is the reason I'm in this, you know, iron lung, his, you know, his respirator armor, you know, whatever, you know, the whole uh, cabal look. Uh -huh. um, and he, he says, you know, Kano is the reason that that I am this way. Um, but then earlier that earlier Kano, uh, you know, he's so surprised by, you know, he doesn't believe that Raiden's temple is anything special, you know, when he's first talking about it. And then he's surprised that you know, Liu Kang can shoot a fireball, but then like he was working with Cabal and Cabal is also Shang Tsung's like one of his best warriors or whatever. And it's like, it's a weird mixture of like, well, so where did Cabal come from to then be part of Shang Tsung's army? I'm more interested in right. this story. Yes. I want to know too. how this happened. Right. Like, yeah. Give me, give me Cabal as like your main uh, antagonist. Oh, not main, but like, you know, Shang Shang Tsung was also like, okay, I appreciate the soul stealing moment. Like, mm -hmm. so, so here's a different version than what we saw in the 95 movie. But this is, this was the original bad guy. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the final yeah. boss in the, in the first one, right. It was Goro and then Shang Tsung. And I never felt him to be threatening. You know, he, um, he sent, his his goons to to go fight and to cheat but that's yeah. it you know at least in the 95 movie he's throughout the movie um making his presence known and uh you know i i think uh carrie ooh, i forget his last name tagawa carrie the, the you know the the actor who played the original shang sung he was able oh, yeah. to be more menacing 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's a that's a uh, iconic performance. I see. Or for having very little lines too, you know. Yeah, and, and this one, like um, uh, Chin Han, like I think that's I think that's who it is. Uh, I I see him, and immediately I think of his face on a TV in The Dark Knight. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, I don't find him menacing. Um, yeah. Michelle Brooks as Jax, I, I think you know he he looks great. Uh, it was hard for me, like, wait, what? Jimmy Olsen from Supergirl? But I think he looks the part. He, he looks a lot like Mackay Pfeiffer, though, with that mustache. <laughs> um, do, wait, uh, going back to Shane Sung, did he yeah. did he uh, transform into anyone at, at any point? No, I was waiting for that. I, I thought okay. he would uh, change into, like, Kung Lao or something since he took a soul earlier in the movie. Uh, yeah, like I that, that just, like, that hit me. And he's like, oh, he never... No, he like never, never, uh, never shapeshifted. That's what he is known for. Why he's stealing all those souls. Right. That's the point. <laughs> uh, uh, huh. uh, let's see here. Uh, we touched on uh, Melina a little bit, Reiko, Natara, Liu Kang, Chang Song, uh, Sub-Zero. Um, I think, so I, the, the, everything that Sub-Zero was doing in Earth Realm, I wish that it would played more like a, um, like a uh, like a horror movie, you know, like he's the slasher, you know, uh, mm-hmm. every time they filmed him is from behind and we see all these great things that he could do with manipulating the moisture in the air and creating snow and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, I needed him to be a little bit more threatening too. Um, well, he's just like, they don't, you know, the, the beginning of the movie sets up that they have like this rivalry, you know, this like history between, um, uh, Scorpion and, and Sub Zero, um, but yeah, then you know Scorp or uh, sorry, uh, Sub Zero is just kind of, you know, he's just a uh, yeah, like you said, he's a lackey just sent out to, you know, do a task, uh, and he's just he's not really anything other than just you know a, a henchman that can use ice, right? Um, I could have used Baraka, you know, we got a tease in, in uh, the second movie. I could have used him. Uh, there, there, there's just there's so many characters from the first uh, three, and and I know like there's plenty of games after the third one, but if you want to stay more true to the game, in my opinion, you want to, you know, grab characters from the first three when Mortal Kombat was at its height. You know, it's still going on, and that's great, and they got a lot of new fans and all that stuff, but yeah, it, but it's not as big as as it used to be. So we did have a. Um, my sister-in-law, who never played the games, during the intro, she's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Isn't Scorpion the bad guy? I go, well, I don't know if that's ever been really established, but yeah. like the, the, the games made it always seem like Scorpion is the bad guy because he's the specter from hell, you know, and, and, and Sub-Zero's got his own story. And they're all gang members, you know, the Black Dragon, Lin Kuei, and, and all mm-hmm. that. They're, um, they're all part of gangs. So technically, they're all bad guys. Uh but- that was something I wasn't sh- too sure about. Yeah, because I uh, I don't really know the story of, of you know, the, mo- the more recent games. Um, yeah, pretty much like the 3D games. Uh, so, yeah, I was, con- you know, a little confused. Like, okay, so Scorp- I, Sub-Zero and Scorpion, you know, in my head, uh, pretty much essentially the same guys. They're just, you know, demons of ice and fire. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so, like, it, I... I really like that opening, that opening part, but it is uh, a little weird being like, oh, wait, Scorpion's not, you know, an evil demon ninja. Uh, 
he's he's on the side of good um but yeah uh you know that that may be in line with with you know what the story is now it it could be um and then when he does show up at the end we knew that line was going to come back like do you remember this face and like i i wish there was more to it like you gave us you know like what 10 minutes of them in the very beginning and then we don't see them for like until the last 10 minutes uh you know do, doing it again doing it out uh fighting so I, I like what you said earlier about the one-on-one fights. Um, those are kind of like the games where it's one-on-one. Um, unfortunately, you know, we don't get the the badass soundtrack like we did uh, in the 95 movie. That no. would have been nice. Uh, but but they, they did it a couple times too. They did. They teased it. And then they did give it to us um, during the Sub-Zero and Scorpion fight at the end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a different version of it. Um, it was fine. But, oh, man, it's just... I don't know. I think that 95 movie, even though it's not the greatest film, there's just so many iconic things about it. You know, the score and, and the, the music, music cues, like, okay, you know, when two people are about to fight, it, it's just like the games, you know, um, but this one, you know, it, it's, it's very much just like uh, another martial arts movie. Uh, yeah. During the, during the new one, you know, they kept, um, Characters would keep keep saying things like, uh, you know, oh, Kano wins, uh, flawless oh, uh, victory. Fall- we fatality. laughed at flawless victory. Yeah, and out. yeah, and and it was like really starting to bother me. Where I'm like, okay, I like, I get it. It's from the games, like, but it, you're calling so much attention to to like these uh, to these things. But then when I went back and watched '95, uh, Shang Tsung in that is just every single you know, almost half of his lines are just finish him flawless victory, you know, uh, uh, things like that. Right. And, and you know what? I thought it was silly back then too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, we didn't need that, but this time it was, yeah, you're, you're right. The characters, they said it themselves. Uh, Kano, when he does his fatality, uh, it was, you know, it was nice to see, but it was a little silly also. Um, well, uh, yeah. Cause that's a scene where he kills reptile. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, yeah, uh, I wanted to talk about Reptile. I don't know why uh, they keep feeling like they need to make Reptile like a, a CGI monster. Yeah. Like, you can you can make him a like a lizard ninja, you know, a more right, human right. kind of thing. Like, uh, I don't know. I feel like the monsters, the big monsters should be like saved for the, the Goros, you know, the, the end kind of like uh real looming you know danger um where you know reptile they just uh, stick a flare to him and yeah Kano rips his heart out which is cool uh, it is cool I, I do like a good uh rip a person's heart out and show it to them oh sure 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 you know uh the head smash was it was still pretty amazing mm-hmm. the um uh, melina you know being sliced in half by kung lao's uh all of a sudden chainsaw hats like okay like i get it he does that in the game. Okay, yeah. that that is his fatality in in the newer games. But you you got to decide: do you want to be like the games, or do you want to be grounded? Because you're given, well, think, you know, kind of like more grounded stuff earlier on. Yeah, well, I think they they just they crammed so much of that stuff into just the the final like battle uh, kind of section where everyone is squaring off. You know, they all have their their different uh, pairs and. Uh, like all of the uh 
homages to fatalities and, and all this stuff is kind of just crammed into the, the end of the movie. So it feels weird when you've been watching, you know, uh, you know, 50 minutes of, of, you know, kind of serious kind of boring, you know, talking about like, Oh, we need to fight this person or we need to train and get ready, you know? And then you just start getting into like a little bit more ultra violence, which is like, you have an R rating, like really go for it. Like right. if you're going to do that, do that throughout the movie and kind of build up. It just felt like, Oh, we need, we need to get our fan service in here. This is what the people who play the games, this is what they're coming for. So we got to get it out of the way. Uh, yeah. Um, it stood out. Biggest blue ball. Well, maybe not the biggest, but uh, in terms of fatality, we get the animality in the form of a fire. Okay. Oh yeah. You know, um, that's fine. But why didn't the dragon bite him in half? <laughs> he has to bite. But we all were like, wait a minute. Does it, isn't he supposed to be bitten? I'm like, I, I guess not. He's a, he's a fire, uh, which is new. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, I guess there's. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was just. I was gonna say like, I guess you can't. Um, you can't say like they didn't try being different or whatever. But some of the decisions that were made were like, why? You know, like. It, it feels very like it's trying to just fit into the, that mold of, you know, the big budget, uh, you know, like modern big budget uh, action movies that you can still, you can still, you can show Mortal Kombat to, you know, your teenage kids or whatever. Like the swearing is honestly the only thing that's really making an R rating. I honestly don't think the violence like is, is really that, over the top to to get an R rating. I feel like I've seen worse things on Hannibal. Uh, yeah, on, or the games, on... you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, if they play the games, they've already seen it. Yeah, and so it's like, so you're really just you're using this R rating for for swearing, and most of it's just Kano, um, right? So you cut his character out. You know, you pretty much have a PG thirteen movie. Um, but it, it's yeah, like uh, saving it saving it all and and not even really going for it. Hmm. Uh, gosh. I'm trying to think of some other things uh at the end there. Um I, I I did I did like the effect of Scorpion's um you know when uh his face does turn into you know the the skull and in mm-hmm. the fire so so that was kind of kind of nice to see the uh one of the most original classic uh, fatalities but I guess the the biggest reason that the movie ended up being underwhelming for me was okay. I guess this movie is to set up a part two, you know. So like, yeah. if that's the case, why these? Why some of these? You know, um, a lot of these characters were cool, but it was just the way they were written. You know, I was about to call some of them mediocre, but they're all great characters. Um, uh, mainly the you know all, all the protagonists like they're, they're all pretty good it's just like how they were written you know they they all seemed way too more uh way way too common folk you know again they're supposed to be a little bit more special for me you know like i didn't i didn't really care for the scene of or um sonia's home and seeing like oh she lived in this little little house you know when she's a little no like i i, I don't need that 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 kind of takes away from her badassery like like i don't need to see what she was like as a little girl i want to see who she is now as a warrior, you know? And yeah, unless you're going to actually 
show us what she was like, you know, when she was younger, you know, it's just, uh, if, if I remember, you know, it's just her saying a couple lines and, you know, like a, a picture or something, but like, give us a, a quick scene of, you know, of her proving herself, you know, as a kid or whatever, and showing off, you know, that she is more than just, you know, uh, I mean, I guess saying more than just a special forces fighter, you know, it's, she is a special forces fighter. So there's that. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it's none of the characters are, are really just kind of given their, their time to show you who they are. Uh, yeah. Uh, which uh, reminds me, um, there's the scene where Liu Kang, I think he's mending uh, Cole's arm after a fight. Uh, and he's explaining how he, uh, you know, got to the temple and was adopted by, um, by, I think adopted by Raiden, you know, and he's talking about how he was an orphan and then he came here and he, he trained and he was sent to, you know, on his first task to, uh, to essentially kill a, a child trafficker, you know, uh, of orphans. And that's how he got his arcana. Um, and I was just thinking like that, that right there is a, is a great scene to like show a flashback of a young Liu Kang. You know, you only need a couple minutes of, going and killing this, you know, this trafficker, you know, using what he's learned and getting his mark or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they don't. Instead, it's more something to tell Cole to stick in there, buddy. You'll get yours eventually. Yeah. You, no, you make a really good point. A, a lot of the things in the dialogue is very much exposition. And, and we need some visuals. Like, um, I don't mind, yeah, some minor flashbacks or something like that. Uh, and, but, but with as many characters there is, it probably could get too flashback heavy, but, but just, it depends who you want to focus on. Like, I, I think you're right in that very moment, um, just to give that scene, um, something more rather than just like sewing, you know, stitching up, uh, you know, a, a an injury. Yeah. Give us a flashback instead, um, of him, you know, t- telling Cole the story, um, yeah, and having Jack's kind of sideline, like I, I don't know what the hell they were doing with with that character. Having him show up and then he doesn't leave with Cole, but then he shows up to save him, um, like a Terminator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come, come come with me if you want to live, and I'll have the arms later on too. Um, I don't know, like maybe may, maybe this was just too ambitious. You know, I I I don't know. Um, it most of my problems is with the story. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, it's that, you know, it's um, trying to, you know, like you were saying with it, they're setting up a sequel, um, you know, so they've got this movie that's very similar to like uh, what they were trying to do with, uh, you know, Justice League and, you know, what Marvel successfully uh, did where you have all of these different characters and, you know, you're invested in all of them and, and you've got movies and everything, but like, like what kind of what DC did feels like what they're doing with this is, Oh, well, we need to rush there. We need to get, you know, to the halfway mark right now. So we aren't going to have a movie that focuses on Liu Kang and, you know, and then having a movie that focuses on, you know, Jax and Sonya or or something. It's, we got to get everything, you know, sped up really quick. And then in the sequel, okay, now we'll start expanding into these things, but it just leaves you with a, you know, a first movie where you're like, eh, okay. I mean, I guess. Yeah. And I, I think if anything, like, okay, the, these aren't the sexiest of characters to, to, um, 
you know, that, that were chosen for, for this film, uh, as, at least for the ones that we're kind of like focusing and following, um, I just, I need to care about them more. Like, I don't care about Sonia. You know, like I, she, nothing about her made me care about what she's doing. Jax, I already, you know, gave my thoughts on Jax. Cole, we don't care that he's a washed up MMA fighter um, who Raiden's like, okay, you're not worthy, go home. You know, I'll, send, I'll send you back first, first class trip, you know? <laughs> um, I don't even know if this, there's, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot here. Um, it's just, I don't know if any editing uh, that can be done to, to make it any better. But it's just a lot of the dialogue, man. Um, unless there's a lot of stuff that they cut out. Unless, you know, they, yeah, they restore filmed, all the other filmed a bunch of, of backstory and stuff. And, you know, they just felt it was like overstuffed. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think you could, I don't think you could save it. The stuff that you would need to cut would leave you with, you know, pretty much just fights. Yeah. Uh, you, anything else you want to talk about? Like, you know, um, when oh, the Johnny Cage thing at the end. Oh, well, I mean, uh, yeah, I, uh, sorely disappointed that there was no Johnny Cage, uh, in this, in this movie. Um, cause, uh, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a, a smarmy ass, but he's a fun, you know, character to see, get his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's yeah, like I think you you said it earlier. Like Kano is kind of what we would expect from, or you know, expecting a Johnny Cage, and we kind of get a mixture of Johnny Cage and Kano in Kano's character in this one, right? Um, where yeah, like I could totally see take Kano out; he's a villain, and Johnny Cage is there, and th- even a lot of those same lines, you know, comes a- across a bit differently when it's supposed to be this like charming asshole instead of just this asshole mm-hmm. you know and and yeah i keep referencing bloodsport that's what inspired uh mortal combat right the jean-claude you know jean-claude van damme was even asked to um participate in the movie turned it down and then you know eventually does uh street fighter the following year wait no the year before um the i think the best mortal combat movie is still raid redemption <laughs> oh well yes the, no. the the best uh insert any type of movie uh is the raid redemption go watch that instead yes yeah because th- that's that's what i would and that's not even a tournament they're going floor by floor and they keep running into the little guy who can kick everyone's mm-hmm. ass oh speaking of uh casting um even and i had to start to my brother-in-law was like man the guy playing uh Scorpion should have been Shang Tsung, you know, because he looks more like one of oh, the yeah. versions of him on, on video game. Um, Absolutely. If he was going to look the way he did in this movie, make him more look, uh, make him look more like um, David Lopan from Big Trouble Little China, which was also an influence on the games. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, this, I am more disappointed with this than I was Bill and Ted 3. Um well, I I really like Bill and Ted Three. <laughs> a lot of people did, you know, and same kind of thing. I had high expectations. Um, I'm just, I guess, a little spoiled with like really great writing in the past 10, 15 years here, like on television and um, you know, straight to home streaming movies and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I I just thought that you know, it's going to be a little bit better. Um, man, yeah, I guess that's it, man. I. I 
hopefully this, I think this movie is doing well, uh, to be honest. But then again, like, you know, I was watching a UFC fight last night and the main Mortal Kombat account kept on retweeting everybody that was talking about it. And they were all like verified people. Uh, Louis mm-hmm. Tan, uh, who plays Cole Young here, was apparently watching uh, the fight as well and kept on hashtagging Mortal Kombat movie <laughs> along mm-hmm. with his along with his commentating. Uh, oh, uh, uh, yeah. One last thing about Cole, uh, his his arcana, like the what his power is. Um, can you um, explain like what what his what his power is? No. <laughs> Okay, because I'm pretty sure it's just he gets a he gets a an armor. armor, yeah, so that he can be punched more. <laughs> like he, yeah, yeah. he's so thought, bad, that his, like his arcana is just oh, we need to give you more defense. So what uh, I thought it was gonna be, and I think this would have been better, is that uh, I thought his armor would absorb the um, the uh, tele the there's a character that does that where they absorb like the energy from. Um, oh, know. yeah, and then like can you know use it yeah. as their like punches, right? Like like a, like a whatever. power up, you know? Like the, he he gets stronger as he yeah. takes these hits and stuff, you know? Like uh, it, it charges him. I thought yeah. that's what they were going with that with you know yeah, making him glow. I, I I saw like a um like a behind the scenes still of him in that. Oh yeah, you could tell how rubberized it it, it looks. Like it Ooh. it looks bad <laughs> as as the movie goes on. Like it just looks more and more rubber. Yeah, uh, and I, he doesn't have it in the final scene. You know when he walks by the Johnny Cage poster, or he's wearing a hoodie, so you can't really tell. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, Jax's arms; those aren't going away. Like Jax's arms are still, you know, going to be his arms. I assume, you know, the the big metal ones. Like, I was just like, is, does he now have to have this terrible rubber suit on for the rest of his life? I I I hope not. That that would make it very difficult to like shower and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, man. The introduction of the Arcana like was just very puzzling. Um, I think it gave us like an unnecessary layer to these characters. Like they should have yeah. already just come with it, and we we would have been fine. I, I I don't know if anyone's sitting there like, no, no, no. I I need an explanation. How did he get that? Um, I mean, and you, like you could very easily just be like, oh, the the power of Raiden's Temple as we train here you know, you'll, you'll grow in your power and be able to harness something, you know, like just like easily could just be a line of like, this place is more magic. So you'll be more powerful. Like, uh, yeah, it's just, it felt like another thing, you know, that they needed to get. That's a good point. Why the temple? So um, that, that would have been better for me too, rather than like this, this is all we have, you know, that that's basically what I was really, it really felt like they just, we have this location to shoot at and so this is where everything's taking place yeah that's the way it looks um all right tyler i think that's gonna do it we probably shit on this movie enough uh sorry to those that were looking for something a little bit more positive yeah i'll i'll say like when when it's actually characters you know fighting for the most part i i was enjoying it yeah and again you know like yeah i'll probably just skip to the fight scenes um i i wish there would be some some sort of edit that people will put on YouTube, taking those fights and adding like the 95 soundtrack to them. You know, that do, do this, do the same thing with a uh, Godzilla versus Kong <laughs> and you can knock both those movies out in like half an hour. Oh, see, there you go. So yeah. Um, just a little disappointed and hopefully, 
hopefully this was to set up a, a, a sequel and the sequel would be better and, and have um, characters that will kind of care about a little bit. Um, it, it's just, it's very interesting to say like, Hey, we're going to end this by, um, you know, going out to go find Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, hopefully if they do another one, you know, they've gotten some of this like dirty work out of the way and you can just start the next one with, like we know these characters, let's build up the uh, the cast. Right. I, I know a lot of us have been like, oh, we've been waiting since '97 for like the next live action uh, movie. I guess we're gonna have to keep waiting longer because this wasn't what what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um. All right. So Tyler, if uh, I, I don't know if you're gonna uh, welcome any of the interactions on on Twitter, but if you do, uh, where can people find you? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I have a Twitter account. Um, 300 PTS, uh, or at 300 PTS, I guess is the Twitter way to say it. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't recommend you follow me, but please, if you want to go for it. Yeah. Uh, for me, you can find me at Paul Stalgic, but I'll be honest with you. I'm more active either at rip citizen or at Cobra Kai pod. Um, that's where you'll find me. But I mean, I guess if you tweet at pod Stalgic, I'll, I'll still get the notification. I'm just not very active on it uh, anymore. Um, just again, cause I'm doing the other pods, but yeah, if you guys, uh, if you, if you want to carry on the conversation on Twitter, find me that way. Um, and if you're newer to, uh, the podcast, I, I swear, uh, other reviews are a little bit more fun. <laughs> uh, this one, I was just really passionate about the franchise and I uh, had some really strong feelings about it, but typically the reviews are a little bit more fun. I feel so thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you Tyler for joining me and we'll all uh, catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.